When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Steve Palazzolo, Sam Monson. I don't usually intro the daily like that, but we're in the studio. From the studio. So here we are. A little studio daily. And uh, Sam, today we're discussing Derek Carr. And uh, he said his goodbyes, his official goodbyes to Raider Nation. And uh, it's over, right? They're going to trade him before, at least before February 15th. They're trying to get all of that stuff done right now. So officially official, Derek Carr moving on from the Raiders. So kind of expected this. We knew. Mm -hmm. But let's discuss best fit now for Derek Carr. Where should the Raiders be looking to trade him? What if it becomes like a Jimmy G situation where they they need him back? And all of a sudden we've got to walk back the goodbyes. It's a good point. Jimmy Jimmy G also said his goodbyes last year. But here he is. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously you've got to zero in on teams that need a quarterback but are not positioned in the top five of the draft to go get one, right? So teams that need a quarterback that are positioned in the top five of the draft, you've got Houston, you've got Indianapolis, you know, those kinds of teams. Teams that aren't, Tampa Bay. We assume that Tom Brady is done in Tampa Bay this year, whether or not he's retiring or just going somewhere else. He's probably not playing there next year. So the Bucs are going to need a new quarterback. They haven't exactly been – working on the basis that Kyle Trask is the obvious heir apparent, like nothing there has suggested that he's the guy. So they're going to need a quarterback. And a veteran like Derek Carr gives you a pretty high floor to bring him in and and not completely collapse as a franchise. The Panthers, the the Baker Mayfield thing didn't work. The Sam Darnold thing didn't work. You've been trading away a lot of resources to get quarterbacks and they haven't panned out. Obviously, P.J. Walker wasn't the guy. Matt Corral didn't play at all this season. You can't really rely on him as a third-round pick going forward to being the guy. So I think they're in the, in the, the mix. Um, and then the other one is like the Jets with Mike White as your most reliable quarterback, the Zach Wilson sort of still sitting there claiming that he's going to make a veteran's life, not nightmare. Yeah, all right. You didn't um, like the way he worded that? Some people questioned the way he worded that. I, it he was just trying to say, I'm trying to compete. He just, you know, didn't yeah, say it the right way. It, yeah. It, it was a failure of uh, phrasing. But far from the most egregious thing that's come out of his mouth <laughs> so far in the season. We know the Jets are going to be looking for another quarterback. And it, they, they finished the, the season 7-10, and 10, but there was a point where they were very much in the playoff picture. It was a late-season collapse, if you really look at it, yeah. um, in part due to injuries to Mike White. But the Jets have set themselves up as a team that has a good foundation, right? I mean, we, from a team-building standpoint, we talk about you take swings at the quarterback position until you hit one, but you also want to build an appealing enough place that – good quarterbacks want to go there. And if like if Derek Carr was the quarterback for the Jets this year, 
they might be a 10 or 11 win team the way they play defense yeah and the way a guy like Garrett Wilson broke out at receiver and what they did offensively so it feels like the Jets could be the most attractive one Washington the commanders right now the tricky part for teams like the commanders and say the Colts right you didn't mention the Colts because they're picking at four Mm -hmm. and we know they're going to want to look to the draft but how much are they turned off by the fact that they went through the whole Carson Wentz experience, right? They both played that game. We're going to play the veteran game and, you know, do the bridge quarterback thing and hope, but also hope they're good enough. Derek Carr is a step above, I think, where Carson Wentz has been the last couple of years, step above 37-year-old Matt Ryan. But is that is that good enough for Washington or do they have to just, you know, we got to we gotta get that next guy in the building to develop? I don't think that Derek Carr is going to be enough of an upgrade over what they had that you're going to want to go hard after that and trade. I just don't see them viewing him as that much of an upgrade over those players. So I think Washington, if they're going to make anything dramatic happen, it's going to be a completely different route. It's going to be the Aaron Rodgers of the world, or it's going to be a crazy trade in the draft. It's not Derek Carr. I mean, Aaron Rodgers could absolutely be available here and uh, throw a wrench in Derek Carr's uh market here so that's the other real question right if you think Aaron Rodgers could be available do you rush to go get Derek Carr in the building I don't know how many people would rush to get Derek Carr in the building not necessarily because Derek Carr isn't a good player but because he's only quote-unquote a good player and he's on a lot of money so you know you're gonna have to trade for him and um and then eat the contract that he's on like that's a lot of investment in a guy that is only again quote unquote good all right got to tell you about our friends over at prize picks how does it work you pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry a lot of flexibility here there's no competing against other people it's just you versus the projections available and prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch including the nfl nba mlb nhl pga college football men's college basketball women's college basketball soccer wnba esports nascar tennis mma boxing disc golf disc golf euro basketball cricket and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy and it's currently operational in over 30 states and canada so you can download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 with the promo code daily if you deposit 100 prize picks gives you 100 if you deposit 50 prize picks gives you 50 don't forget to enter promo code daily at, the, at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 do you think teams view Derek Carr as the same level of Matthew Stafford, though? No. Really? Yes. Like similar careers, similar peaks. Remember, before Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams, he never graded above 84. Derek Carr's got one year of 86 and in that low 80s range. Yeah, but everybody— What's the difference? The difference is everybody always thought that Matthew Stafford had this crazy year in him. Now, whether or not that was— logical or sensible is another matter but the same reason everybody always chased that one mythical year that jay cutler never put together matthew stafford was that guy like it's it's the it's the the lion's fault like matthew stafford has this year in him we just need to unlock it and then the rams trade for him and they unlocked it like matthew stafford well at least playoff matthew stafford had that kind of run in him it ended up winning him a super bowl i don't think people are looking at Derek carr the same way and going Derek Carr has this breakout year in him where he's going to put it all together and you're going to be an all-pro and that's going to take us to a Super Bowl. People look at Derek Carr, I think, in a similar vein to like a Kirk Cousins, which is, I mean, he's good. I don't know if he's really capable of like taking a team somewhere that they're not destined to go already. And that's, I think, a difference. Like he's, he's on $40 million a year. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll be cheaper if, if you trade for him because you're not going to take the bonus part of that and all that stuff. But here's here's what I'm saying. I think the numbers show that Carr and Stafford are closer than maybe the narrative shows. I'm also not, I'm also not saying I'm the team that's going to be like, you know, going all out for Derek Carr. But I do think if you're a team like the Jets or a team that's close, that has a good infrastructure and all that stuff, like if you did add Derek Carr to the 2021 Rams where Stafford led the Super Bowl run, I think you, I think it could be comparable. I mean, Stafford's got a special arm and all that stuff, and but Carr has a similar profile. Parts of their career where they were too conservative, parts of their of their career where they were very good but not great. And but he's never he's never had a good defense, much like Stafford. Never had that full all around supporting cast like Stafford. I'm just saying, I think Carr's comparable to Stafford, but I do think ultimately that Kirk Cousins bucket is is the right range. I mean, I think teams view him as closer to Jared Goff than Matthew Stafford in that in that dynamic, like in that trade. Then he might actually be undervalued. Sure, but my right point team. being, like, we're, I think teams are closer to wanting to cash in on Derek Carr and try and get shoot for something better than they are, yeah, we need a Derek Carr. You know what I mean? Like, the league at this point is trending towards good is not good enough. We need great. And if we have to go through crappy to get to great, let's make that happen. But we're getting rid of the guys that are just good because it's not enough. Okay. And also, to be fair, I'm only looking at Carr through like this. What's his ceiling standpoint? He is coming off his lowest graded season since his rookie year. Uh, 66 grade, comparable to the to the types of grades that Jared Goff was putting up before the Rams moved on from him. So it, it, the truth is somewhere in between, right? I'm not saying he's exactly Stafford, but there's elements of his career. If you look at him through the right lens that he's there. And I don't know if the NFL will convince themselves of that. And if that's the case, I do think, I think the Jets are the biggest player in this market, unless they think they can go get Aaron Rodgers and make a, just a power move. Um, and maybe they're going to say, Derek Carr's not enough to go compete with Josh Allen in this division. But the Jets feel like the, the best fit to me, given the, uh, the infrastructure that they've put in place. Well, the Jets make the most sense because a lot like we talked about with Roquan Smith, that his value is different to a team that already has a good situation that they can just plug him into and he can add value to. The Jets have a playoff caliber team right now. Okay, they didn't make the playoffs, but they should have. They have a playoff team where Derek Carr is, makes more of a difference than he would to a team that isn't good already. And he needs to sort of do something to catapult them somewhere different. Like Derek Carr on this Jets team would have taken them to the playoffs and they would be dangerous because they have an elite defense and they've got some weapons on offense. Like that wouldn't be a, a gimme for any team in the AFC. So I think him going to the Jets does make a ton of sense. Um, the Bucks make a ton of sense, as you mentioned. Uh, they're not going to make a trade here this week or anything because they're in the playoffs, but it's something to look to for the future. The one sleeper I'm going to throw in there is the Atlanta Falcons. They pick at eight, but do they want to go the Derek Carr route? Maybe not build around Desmond Ritter. They need a quarterback as much as anybody, and even though they just had a mobile quarterback like Marcus Mariota, it doesn't mean that's the only way that they want to build, right? Arthur Smith had great success with Ryan Tannehill. Carr's at a similar point in his career as Tannehill was when Arthur Smith helped rejuvenate his career. So keep an eye on the Falcons. As always, let us know. Where do you think Derek Carr should land? Looks like his time is over with the Ravens. It's the PFL NFL Day.